You're listening to Ted Shuttlesworth's Faith Alive Network, spreading the healing gospel of Christ to our world. Thank you, Brother Steve. This is Brother Shuttlesworth, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast. The Bible says, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And you're going to be blessed as you listen today. Go with me now into a live service. Now in Joel, this prophet in the Old Testament, the Bible says Joel prophesied, and he began to prophesy about the goodness of God. He said in verse 26, you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God that hath dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never be ashamed. That's King James. But the actual meaning there is disappointed. Somebody said to me the other night, I think maybe while I was here, I just have so many disappointments in life. Well, then get saved. That's what I tell them. Amen. Because if you're his child, you'll never be ashamed. You'll not have disappointments. The Bible says he takes you from glory unto glory, from faith unto faith, and from victory unto victory. There's no sense sitting around crying the blues. Oh, it's so hard. Oh, Jesus, what am I going to do? I feel like I'm going under. Go under. Have fun. Amen. But you can live a life of victory. And the prophetic anointing is that which literally edifies, charges up. It causes you to be exhorted by God or correction and reproof and instruction in righteousness and comforted by the Holy Ghost. Why is it important to flow in the prophetic? And why did I say yesterday primarily the prophetic anointing is for you? Well, that, you know, eliminates a lot of folks because they think they're a prophet or a prophetess. And in a minute, we're going to get into the ministry of a prophet. But just because you have ice cream in your refrigerator doesn't make you the dairy queen and just because you prophesy doesn't make you a prophetess or a prophet I know one woman I knew her mother I used to preach for her brother in Chicago years ago and she was telling everybody she was a prophetess and and that might be so but I kind of doubt it but anyhow and the reason I doubt it there are certain giftings that go with the office of the prophet or prophetess and so you know she's she was getting high on her horse and a little bit lifted up in herself and her mother said brother Ted I just pray the Lord will use you to help my uh, children my son my daughter and you can only do as much as you can do and then I was preaching in Atlanta and she's down there and I heard she beat her husband up in the parking lot. Well, I'll never forget it. I said to my wife, that must have been the prophetic left hook followed by the prophetic right jab. Amen. No, when you are walking in the anointing, these things should not be so in the child of God. Amen. Sometimes when you get too lifted up, then things go squirrely. Are you hearing me? And it's better to just walk humbly before God and thank God for what he gives you than to try to desire things that are above where you are in the anointing. And so you cannot, I've heard people say, well, I wish I could see angels. Well, keep saying it and the devil will accommodate you. Someone say, well, I wish I could hear a voice. You keep talking like that and you'll hear a familiar spirit. No, if God chooses to speak to you, that's his, de- his desire and his will and his choice. But what we should be doing is walking humbly before God that he might use us for his glory because I tell you, in God's kingdom to go up, first you got to go down. Humble yourself before the hand of Almighty God. Then in due season, he will exalt you. And so to go up in God's kingdom, you actually got to go down. Thank you for all those amens. 
So Joel was being used of the Holy Ghost to set the stage for the prophetic anointing and even the ministry of prophets as he was under the Old Testament covenant. And he says, and verse 28, it shall come to pass afterward that I, that is the Lord, will pour out my spirit upon, everybody say upon, upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. And so here we see that under the old covenant, it took the anointing of the spirit to come upon uh, men and women uh, before they could prophetically speak. Now the word prophesy there in the Hebrew is naba, and it means to speak under a divine unction. There are some people who believe every time they speak that they're anointed, but that's not so. Are you listening to me? I'll have a hamburger. There's not a whole lot of anointing on that, but thank God for the hamburger. Glory to God. I'm preaching better than you're receiving. I can tell I'm shaking a few apple carts, but you need your apple cart shaken. There is the one true and living God. And the truth is that when the anointing comes, every man, every woman that's a believer can speak under the divine unction of God. Some even full gospel denominations, they don't believe God uses women. But the Bible says here, your daughters shall prophesy. They must have forgot to read that part of the book. Isn't that right? Oh, they don't care if you go down in the basement and fry chicken or get old clothes together for the Savior for a, some kind of a, a, a clothes sale or a rummage sale. And so they got them out selling old clothes for Jesus and, and, and anointing chickens with oil and frying them. Are you hearing me? Let me tell you something, women. You're better than that. Don't you believe that religious spirit? One bishop wouldn't let me come preach in his church. He said, you'd mess everything I've set up. I said, that's what needs to happen. God needs to mess you up, mess your setup. And let God have his way. No, I say, according to the word of God, women are anointed to speak prophetically. Hallelujah. But in the New Testament, prophecy is judged. In the Old Testament, when the prophets spake, the Bible said that if they missed it, we'll use that word, then they were to be taken out and stoned to death. If that was the qualification today, there'd be a lot of empty seats in our churches. What happened to Sister Mary? Well, she got stoned. I didn't know she used drugs. Well, it wasn't drugs. <laughs> the people got together and they stoned her. No, we're not functioning under that old covenant now. And it's a different operation of the ministry of the prophet. Can you say amen? amen. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 27. The Bible says, The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the, of the belly. And then the Bible says, and we read this the other day in 1 Corinthians 2, God reveals things unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man save the spirit of man, now notice this, which is in him. And so in the old covenant, the spirit came upon him. But in the new covenant, the spirit comes in him. So you see, it can't be the same. Because the Old Testament prophet, the best they can have when, the, when they begin to prophesy, Nava, speak under divine unction, was the Spirit came on them. But in this dispensation, the Spirit comes in you. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. hallelujah. 
which means that now there is no wall of separation between our spirit and God's spirit. Jesus kind of let the woman at the well know that. He said, the day cometh and now is that we will worship God, not in the city, but God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth, which means it'll work anywhere you go. You don't have to run to Mecca. You don't have to run to Jerusalem. You don't have to run to Cleveland, Tennessee. You don't have to run to Springfield, Missouri. You can praise God at the bus stop. Hallelujah. The anointing will come on you in places that you never thought and dreamed would be possible. Years ago, I was preaching in Providence, Rhode Island. That's where I go next. And after the service, I got hungry, so I pulled into a Burger King in Seekonk. And I went in there, and there were two ladies ahead of me. And I'm standing there, and all of a sudden, the anointing starts stirring up on the inside of me. I feel it. So very quietly, I was going and speaking in tongues. <laughs> Glory to God. But it kept bubbling up. It's like putting fire under a kettle. Finally, the water starts bubbling and boiling. And I was just trying to release it, you know, being behaving myself. And then the funniest thing, I saw the sign on the register, have it your way. And I decided I was going to have it my way. Amen. So I let out a shout, glory to God, hallelujah. And I began to shout. And those ladies ran out of the Burger King. And the girl behind the register ran back to the back. Suddenly, I'm the loneliest man in Seacom. But I felt like praising God. And all of a sudden, the general manager, he came out from behind. And when he came out from the back of the store, I knew him. I had preached for his father. And I said, uh, are you Colosimo's son? He said, yes. And I said, what are you doing working in a Burger King? I thought you were called to God and went to Bible school. Well, he said, I kind of backslid. Oh, I said, I know why the anointing came on me then. And... Uh, he said, what are those ladies doing looking around the hedges? I turned around. They were peeking. And I said, they probably want their purses that they left here on the counter. So he took their purses and tried to encourage them to come back in. They wouldn't come back in. Well, he said, Brother Ted, it looks like it's just me and you because the, the girl that was the, uh, waiting at the register, she ran out and she went home. I said, well, lock the door and get me something to eat. I got to talk to you. So he came over and sat down. He, you know, I had quite a little bit of a choice that night. Amen. <laughs> one from column A, one from column B. I was eating. And the spirit kept coming up in me. Everybody say the anointing. See, you can speak or prophesy under the anointing because the spirit's in you. So you stir up the gift that's on the inside of you that you receive by the laying on of hands. And so I began to speak to him by the prophetic anointing. He said, that's right, that's right. And I said, I'm going to lay hands on you and you're going to be uh, reinstalled back in the ministry by the Holy Ghost. So I laid hands on, well, I wiped my hand, got the mayonnaise off. I laid hands on him. But you know, if you think about it, I could have used it for the anointing. Amen. But I laid hands on him. And when I did, the power of God hit him and he instantly was restored in fellowship back to God. And today, he pastors a church in North Carolina, and hundreds of people are blessed by his ministry. You need, and I need to remember, to, we need to uh, release ourselves to be anointed by the Holy Ghost. Glory. I said, glory, glory, glory. Release yourself to praise God. Yield to the Holy Ghost. I said, yield to the Holy Ghost. 
Can you shout hallelujah? I want to thank every one of you that are listening to Faith Alive Radio Network. I'm excited about this and I am looking for people to stand with us on a monthly basis as partners to help us take the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. I've used this saying for many years, our cause is Christ. Our compassion is for souls and our commitment is to the world. And no matter what nation of the world that you're listening to this Faith Alive Network, whatever nation you're in, you are a part of God's end time plan. Jesus taught us to go out into the highways and hedges and to compel people to come in. And by your support as a partner, you can help us do this. If you'll go to www.tedshuttlesworth.com forward slash give, you can sow a gift today to help us.